0: Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel. I'm here with Robbie of Lose Angeles. What's up? <laughs> So were you born in Northfield, or?
1: I was born in Northfield, Illinois, uh, just north of the city of Chicago. And
0: were your parents born there as well?
1: My dad was born in uh, Wilmette, Illinois, which is like right nearby. It's actually where Freddie's from, and uh, my mom grew up in Southern California, out in Los Angeles. Yeah, And
0: your grandpa did like a lot of crazy cool things, right? Uh, Like he was like a copywriter for...
1: My grandpa on my dad's side, uh, he's the Empire Carpet dude. Yeah. He wrote the, the jingle for Empire Carpet, so the old guy who was in all the commercials and yeah. stuff was my grandpa.
0: And was in like um, World War II. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. So what do your parents do?
1: Um, my dad is an options trader. Um, I don't really understand 100% <laughs> what he does, but he looks at a lot of numbers on screens. My mom is the greatest mom in the world.
0: Oh, so she's just like a house mom.
1: Four kids. It's wow. a pretty tough job, if you ask me.
0: Damn, what what are what are, what are you the middle or are you the old?
1: I'm like the lower half of the, lower half
0: of the <laughs> third. third one. Yeah. <laughs> and what kind of music did they play in the house when you were growing up?
1: Um my dad listens to a lot of like rock and roll. Um so I definitely grew up a lot on that. Um Yeah, I'd say probably just mainly like old rock and roll like Zeppelin yeah. and The Who and The Beatles and The Stones. Yeah. That kind of era of rock.
0: Do you remember the first record you bought?
1: First record I bought? I do not. I remember buying like a Chingy album when I was really Oh really? Young. Yeah, that was one of the first ones I bought. Were
0: your siblings also really into music?
1: Yeah, my whole family's super into music. Um, I'd say my siblings weren't as into like playing music as, as I was but they all had like you know phases of, of learning instruments. My sister joined a band for a little bit. Oh, wow. um, you know, everyone's you know pretty musically talented.
0: At that point like what other music were you listening to?
1: Um, I grew up a lot just listening to rock music. Um, I was super super into just rock and roll and I loved playing drums and guitar and, and singing and then, uh, I got into electronic music once I hit, like, 7th to 8th grade and started learning yeah. about, like, DJs and electronic music. And at first, I didn't really like it. I was, like, still super rock and roll, like, didn't think that electronic music, uh, was like, I didn't think the producers were doing anything when they made it, yeah. you know? <laughs> I had that very naive kind of judgment, um... And then I like kind of forced myself to listen to, like Dead Mouse and Skrillex for a week, and then oh. I was like, oh wait, yeah, this is actually kind of cool. <laughs> sure, so. And then I learned a little more, <laughs> and I was like, oh, so like, they actually don't just press a button and it makes yeah. the song.
0: Did you find it yourself, or did your friend show it to you?
1: It's kind of like a, a mixture. Yeah. Like I'm sure a friend like originally put me on to like a song, and then from there I like found more stuff through the internet. Yeah. But I definitely had certain friends back in high school who were, who were into electronic music as well and showed me a lot of really cool stuff.
0: How would you describe yourself back then growing up?
1: Um, the, the coolest person in the world.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> I guess I've always been kind of a, a jokester kid who was really tall and liked being around people. Yeah. I guess. Are your
0: parents kind of like that as well?
1: I'd say so, yeah. They're very friendly. My parents make a lot of jokes and fool around. Yeah. So,
0: What kind of subjects were you into in high school?
1: Uh, lunch.
0: <laughs> Recess, I guess.
1: Lunch, yeah. I like lunch. I dug math on, on certain weeks. Um, I liked chemistry because my chemistry teacher was like the shit.
0: And in 2011 you started Hall Pass, right? I
1: did. I went under (laughs) the name Hall Pass when I first started doing electronic music. I made like, I made mashups back then. That was like the main thing I did.
0: How did you even come up with that name?
1: Uh, My last name's Haldren, so I just thought Hall Pass, like H-A-U-L Pass would be a funny name.
0: Did did people start listening to it or was it even like getting picked up kind of even as like a mashup project?
1: Um, I mean it wasn't like getting picked up a bunch like by blogs on the internet and like by the you know the country, but kids at my school knew what it was, and kids listened to it and I entered like a a contest to play at the first ever spring awakening back when I was like a freshman in high school and rallied all these kids at my high school to vote for me and made it to like the final oh, well. of the, of the contest and then lost but, <laughs> but because I did that like. That's how, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that's how Freddie, like, heard about me. And then Freddie was like, yo, dude, you're doing Hall Pass. Like, I'm making music under the name Fat Boy. We should get together and make music. And I was like, okay, sweet. Yeah, sure. And then and then we started doing Louis the Child together.
0: And then you, did you arrange to meet him at the Madian concert?
1: Uh, no. Or was that kind of I just, just I, I, like, went to a Madian show with some friends. And then those friends knew Freddie and had invited him to come to the show. Uh, and it was literally like we were at the show and Freddie showed up and my friend was like, Hey yo, this is my buddy Freddie. Like yeah. this is Robbie and I was like, Oh hey. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. And then after that we like started talking on Facebook and, you know, decided to get together and make music.
0: What was the turning point that you realized that you wanted to be in a duo with him?
1: I guess we we made a song and I was like, this is really cool. Like I really like this song. I wanna put it out and I want to put it out with Freddie. Like I don't know. Yeah. I guess we we started making stuff and it all felt really cool. And I guess at the time we weren't thinking like I wasn't like hmm. I want to be in a duo as Lewis the Child for the rest of my life. I was like this is really fun and I'm enjoying doing this with Freddie. Yeah. And I I want to put music out with him because it feels cool. And then it kind of just one thing led to the next and then. Just kept doing it.
0: Wait, so this was during like high school. So, what happened? So, after you graduated, you went to like USC here, right?
1: Went to USC for a year.
0: Um, Were you like undecided at that point?
1: No, it was was more like we were at a point in our career where um, it didn't really make sense 100% for us both to leave school yet. Um, And Freddie also still needed to finish high school because I'm a year older than him. So, I went to college basically. Like I went and studied music industry there learned a a ton about the industry learned a lot, met a lot of really incredible people and then while I was there, Freddie was finishing high school and then I think we had kind of knew in the back of our minds like we wanted to, you know, only have me at college for a year and wanted to, you know make sure that Freddie didn't have to go to college and and work our asses off to make sure that that happened and then In that one year, like in September, we dropped it strange, and then got offered like Coachella and Lollapalooza. (laughs) Like a lot of stuff, just like changed really fast for us, which was really really exciting.
0: Initially, was college something that your parents wanted you to do, or were you kind of like curious that way too?
1: Oh, my parents definitely wanted me to go to
0: college. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But then I think once like stuff started to pick up, and it it looked like you know we were gonna be able to start really doing LTC full-time, then my parents kind of understood like, okay, yeah, you should probably leave school and and work on music all the time.
0: Yeah, that's cool of them. (laughs) (laughs) You put that song out, but was it mostly like Taylor Swift who like pushed it so she was able to get like a different demographic for you?
1: Definitely, I think, I mean, It's Strange was also like our first like really big original song that we had put out. We had. We put out some originals but mostly our remixes did really well. And so like right off the bat, It's Strange did way better than any song we'd ever put out when we put it out. And then Taylor Swift posted about it and that like pushed it even further and got way more people to listen to it. So yeah. that that was definitely a, a huge help in, in getting yeah. the song out there for sure.
0: Actually why do you decide to make a original? I feel like a lot of people starting out like get trapped in the whole like remix world Mm -hmm. and just keep remixing but then it's kind of like impressive early on you were able to figure figure out how to make like an original song
1: yeah i mean i just figure like you know you can remix all you want but in the end what's going to make you a unique artist is is the songs that you create that are your own you know the the songs that people can identify as as yours
0: when did you start having like a team and everyone behind you like helping you like make decisions and guiding you of like what to do
1: we had a manager Pretty early on, our manager Joey Papoutsis, who we met through um, his younger brother Andrew, who uh, we went to school with and Freddie was friends with. Um, we had him probably after like a year and a half of starting Lewis the Child, maybe. Like, he's been on since pretty early on with us. Um, and he's been a, a crazy, tremendous help with us and, you know, really like helped take us from where we were to where we are now and continues to, to help us do that. And then we got a, an agent probably two, three years ago and like have slowly but surely just been kind of adding more people on, getting a tour manager, getting, you know, all sorts of different people to, to help, you know, make everything happen.
0: And how do you decide um, like who you wanted to go on the last tour with?
1: I mean, we just look at artists that we enjoy, you know, artist music that we like, like everyone who came on tour with us this past tour is, you know, was an artist that we are fans of, you know, we're big fans of Joey Perp and Laub and Win and Woo and Point Point and Ash and, and everyone who came on and, you know, just thinking about what what music do we want our fans to hear before we go on stage, what what kind of progression of a show do we want, um, so yeah, and yeah, Cool people, you know. Yeah. If you're a, if you're riding on a bus with them, you, you probably should like them.
0: What about um, Freddy's personality attracted you to him originally?
1: <laughs> uh, he has really gorgeous black eyes. <laughs> they look like dark holes. Oh
0: my God, holes
1: <laughs> into an abyss of.
0: <laughs> Destroyed death. him all the time in the studio. Into <laughs> <And> death. <laughs> oh my God.
1: No, I guess I mean Fred just like. He's a dude who who works really, really hard and and wants to do different, interesting stuff and is very down with pushing the boundaries and and trying new things. And I guess that's definitely something that I've always, you know, been very fond of in him.
0: Did you realize early on about, like, kind of how you two operate as, like, a duo? Like, you're more of, I guess, more of the hype person?
1: Yeah, I mean, we definitely have, like, strengths and weaknesses, per se, and, and our differences in personality, but I think they work really well together and and balance each other out well and and our dynamic is like it's always always changing like it's always getting stronger and you know how we work now is different than how we worked a year ago and two years ago and three years ago and I'm, I'm excited that it, it keeps changing and it like getting better and better.
0: How did the FIFA thing come about?
1: Um, that was through Next Wave Records oh. um, when we put out It's Strange With Them they just they made it happen yeah <laughs> i don't know how but they made it happen
0: how about the apple
1: the apple one that was uh i guess apple reached out to us for it and crazy thing about it was that we submitted it to them like they asked us for the the clean version of the song and we submitted it to them and literally the next day the ad was up
0: them. Like we
1: submitted it to them on like a Wednesday night and the next day my friend texted me being like, Dude, your song's on Thursday night football and I was like,
0: What, what? already? Like already. sweet. <laughs> cool. Yeah. What would you say were your early inspirations for like specifically Lewis the Child music?
1: We we're definitely heavily, heavily influenced by Maddie and uh, and Porter Robinson early on. Um really early on we were influenced by like Dada Life and I mean, just kind of all the electronic music that was happening that, that felt interesting or or cool and, and different yeah. to us was definitely inspiring, but I'd say Maddie and Importer were like definitely the biggest inspirations when we first started out.
0: And you also do like photography and stuff yourself, right?
1: I do, yeah. I love photography. I like taking photos, and just capturing, you know, the the world that we live in.
0: When did that start for you, that curiosity?
1: Oh. I want to say maybe like two years ago now I guess just once we started traveling a lot and, and touring a bunch I was kind of like this is really cool we get to go to all these like interesting places and we travel a lot like I want to remember this stuff and, and you know remember you know what what these places look like and in, in the times that we had in them. So I guess I just wanted to, to capture what was happening in our lives. I love looking through like old photo books and stuff that yeah. like my parents have. Like my mom takes tons and tons and tons of photos and it's, it's cool to, to have those memories because photos can totally just take you back to, to a moment in time and remind you about everything that was happening in your life at that point.
0: Do you see it being more and more of, like, a creative direction for, like, Lewis H. How like, you taking a lot of the pictures or maybe even you getting into, like, video?
1: Um, I mean, I, I incorporated a bit, but our our photographer, Colin Miller, is definitely the the dude leading the charge with photos yeah. and videos with us, and he just fucking kills it. Like, he constantly impresses me, and it yeah, is Yeah, I really like the one with the
0: the mirrors, like, all the mirrors around yeah, That's Such that a cool picture.
1: Crazy. <laughs> Colin's the, the fucking man. He's, yeah. he's nuts. <laughs>
0: And how did the idea for the disposable cameras come out at the shows?
1: I feel like we had heard that like some other artist had done it, and we were like, that seems really cool, like, we should do that too. Um, and yeah, I love yeah. doing that. It's cool to just see what, like, people in the crowd capture, because we'll never really know what it's like to be in the crowd at our own shows, yeah. you know? which kind of sucks, but it's also kind of cool in a way, I guess. Yeah.
0: How do you think your shows itself has changed from the early ones that you put together?
1: I think they definitely have gotten more cohesive and and definitely we have enough music now to where our shows feel more uniquely us. You know, we have enough music out to, to play a majority of our songs in our shows, um, which I think for anyone sets them apart. You know, playing your own music in your sets... Will always set you apart from from other artists. You know, we we switched recently from from CDJs over to Ableton, so we definitely have more, you know, ability to to do more interesting things with our shows. And I think we're we're definitely planning on, you know, planning to keep building it and building it and, and eventually have much more of a live show when we perform.
0: If you had like a unlimited budget for a show, what it look like?
1: Do I have unlimited time
0: Yeah, sure. As well?
1: <laughs> oh god, I, I don't even know. It would be the craziest, most ridiculous thing you've ever seen, though. <laughs> I'll tell you that much.
0: How do you think your music has changed from the early songs you put out?
1: Um, I mean, I think it's gotten better, which I, I think is a safe thing to say. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's constantly changing and we're like always, always trying different things I guess we, we've gotten a lot better
0: how about the style itself
1: style of music
0: yeah
1: um how it's changed since i mean i think we definitely found much more of our sound quote unquote yeah um and, and really nailed what what sound we want and i think you know our sound is very broad and we don't want to just stick to one like narrow narrow uh thing we we enjoy all types of music we enjoy creating all types of music but you know, making sure that we have some sort of common thread throughout it all. Um, I don't know, we're we're still like constantly figuring out, you know, what our sound is, in a way, and how it's evolving. How
0: do you think you've grown as a person since when you started?
1: Oh man! <laughs> um, I don't know, just like, had to, to grow up a lot quicker, you know? Um, yeah. didn't have like four years of, of fucking around in college. And you know, had to learn how to be professional yeah. at a at a younger age.
0: Things started getting serious when you were was it eighteen, nineteen, or how old were you when things were starting to get serious?
1: oh uh, probably nineteen, yeah, I wanna say, it was when things started like really picking up. But but it wasn't like the second that things started getting really serious did we act serious. Like we've yeah. always been very serious about it and, and you know, tried to to hold ourselves to a you know Oh, fuck! I don't know what <laughs> I'm <Tried> to. <laughs> we always try to be professional and yeah. always tried to, you know, be professional.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 what would you say have been your biggest challenges so far?
1: You know, Beyonce won't pick up my phone calls. so <laughs> That's been a big challenge.
0: <laughs> Damn.
1: <laughs> that, that's the only challenge.
0: <laughs> what does success look like to
1: you? Peace of mind. I'd say. Yeah. Just, if you can have peace of mind, you've succeeded. You know, if you can be happy and comfortable, good.
0: Is it ever challenging to be in a duo? Like, do you ever have thoughts like, oh, like, I actually wanted to be a solo artist or... Hell no. Yeah? Hell no.
1: Dude, I, I would hate to be a solo artist. Just because uh, being, like, alone all the time and having mm, all these... True. It's so, so nice to have someone else to bounce ideas off of and someone else to help make decisions with and just having, you know, that that secondary kind of opinion. And I feel like, you know, if you're a solo artist, you might, you know, be able to to ask your manager or or other people around you what they think about stuff. But in the end, if their name isn't on it, if they're not a part of the project and, and the weight of the decision does not fall on them, they're probably less likely to give you the most honest, you know, opinion or, or advice. So yeah. like when, when, you know, Freddie asks me something, what do I think about this or that, you know, I'm thinking, okay, how is this going to impact me as well as part of the duo? So I and, and just being able to make music with someone else and have someone to, you know, to share it all with is, is the coolest shit.
0: What does love mean to you?
1: Love is, is made up. It's not real. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and last question: um, What do you want to be remembered for?
1: Wanna, you know, help make people happy. Yeah. Really, I, I just want people to, you know, to think back on on Lewis the Child and, and what we've done, and, and just even if they have one good memory about it, that's all that matters to me. It sounds so corny, but it, it really is true. Even if there's just one person who cares and one person that it's impacted. That's all that I care about. That's I love all that. that matters. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Bye.